Hello and welcome to the Lamp Ladder Way podcast with your host, Ryan Kirkpatrick and myself, Kevin Blair. We are back to talk about how to ignore volatility. So Ryan, you brought this up to me last night. Couldn't sleep. Just so excited. Man, I am burning to talk about this topic. Um, We actually are excited because it it is relevant and there's a lot of instant gratification, which is a buzzword to me. So I'm going to that's my rule is if it's a buzzword, I gotta, I gotta break it up. Yeah. My wife was like, let's watch a movie. I was like, babe, I got, I got to think about volatility right now. So <laughs> you go, you go, so I watch might, the big short, there. go watch the big short. There That's what you're watching. Right. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, in, in this, in this world with instant gratification, how has that entered the real estate market and people's mindsets, especially my peers who are maybe buying their first house or selling their first, first house and buying their second house. We don't know what it was like, you know, in the early 2000s and previous to that. And it has been, you know, hey, let's trade up. Oh, wow, we can buy this house, not do much to it. Inflation's rising. We'll make 20 to 30K off of it. That's great. Let's move on. But that's just not the way it is, especially right now. Things have changed. And so Ryan has a great background in finance, was in banking, was a builder, for those who may not know him personally. And so he has a lot of experience to share with us today about volatility and what was the intention for real estate to begin with and how to build cross-generational wealth with that, even in this instant gratification market? What do we need to pay attention to if you're a bowling guy or girl, you know, when we were younger, loved putting up the bumpers until you were pride for like, I don't need bumpers. You know what I mean? And then you hit gutter ball after gutter ball day. after gutter ball. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, I This is not false humility. Bowling is one of the sports I... I am terrible at, and I've oh, always really? been terrible. My dad took bowling in college. I didn't know that till later on in my life. But in short, I always, do you remember the Disney movie, uh, Alley Cats? Yes. Do you remember when they spin it, that ball on their finger, and then they I push it? Watch it like every week. <laughs> you got kids, so that's an excuse, right? That's, that's for you. I mean, yeah. But then the they kids, push it. Yes, yes, Kevin, my kids. I mean, it was all about how crazy can you throw the, the ball, and you know the bumpers were always there to protect you. And I mean, and sometimes you figure out how many times can I bump it around in order to get a strike. But the beauty about the bumper is that you're almost destined to hit a pin at minimum, if not multiple. And I think that's a great analogy into what we're talking about today of we need to have bumpers as adults because we knew as soon as we took those bumpers off, we were not ready for it. And we hit gutter ball after gutter ball until we perfected it. So from hurting yourself and others. Exactly. So uh, enough of the bowling talk. Um, (laughs) Tell us how you feel like real estate has been more akin to gambling in the past few years and the way people are approaching it. So I'm going to start with the Teddy Roosevelt quote that we were talking about comparison. He's the one who said comparison is the thief of all joy. Did not know that until today. A lot of people, I think think it's a proverb in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So think of that comparison is the thief of all joy. So we're going to tie this into the real estate market, but from the 20,000 foot overview, first and foremost, we are so connected to instant gratification on, you know, what we think we should be doing. And a lot of that we do at a subconscious level and all the apps know it, right? So social media, Twitter, Instagram and parties, you know, for the older folks, Facebook. Yeah. Parties, (laughs) (laughs) parties, MySpace, TikTok, TikTok. but yeah. So sorry. So (laughs) there, there is, so much out there of comparing yourself, right? Uh, which is important. And again, I know that's a topic that is widely discussed uh, that also ties into mental health uh, as well. And so 
that's why, you know, we're big advocates of living, you know, a life that is intentional and, you know, that's a difficult thing to do uh, and understand where your focus needs to be. Real estate market was no different. The real estate market has had so much ADHD to it yeah. the last few years uh, that I'm, I'm glad to be discussing this topic today. It was really important for us to get into this, but I want to compare it uh, in, in a way for my, our audience to appreciate kind of what we were in and why that is important that we're not anymore. So uh, I compare that the the previous market to say day trading or gambling. Yeah, crypto. Right. Yeah. So trading, trading crypto. You know, think yeah, crypto. Uh, just there's a lot of volatility, and the reason our title is ignore volatility is because you know anytime you get in those wild swings, eventually you're going to lose. Like you know, you could go talk to your friends. I know among guys, this can be pretty common, especially. Uh, sometimes at parties ad nauseum, it makes me want to throw up a little bit when I hear it, but, uh, don't be this guy, yeah. but you hear it. It's just, you know, it comes from insecurity, but like, Oh, you know, I, 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 I did this and you know, oh, I had this big win. And the reality is I, I have not met more than a handful of people who had big wins in their life. I picked Peloton at 90 and now I sold it for 200 and now <laughs> right. it's back down it's to like, 60. Why are you telling me this? Yeah. And I was uh, an early Tesla investor. <laughs> yeah. So you're here with me at this party. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, but, but to the point of that, you know, they, those stories always have a pendulum of even more losses than gains. That's just the truth. I much more readily share my loss stories than my gain yeah. stories. I could come in if it's like, Hey Ryan, we're going to play a game. You know, you just share your top 10 best win stories. Uh, those are cool stories. Beat my kid in monopoly. <laughs> right. I bowled a 200 with bumpers on, uh, at the bowling alley, but the reality is, is my stories of loss are greater startups, uh, you know, day trading crypto for that yeah. matter, all those things. Uh, but they're always, all those wild stories of loss were never in tied into something business centric. So with, with real estate. So we have a, a C-level guy named Leonard Steinberg, mm-hmm. who is the chief evangelist, chief right? evangelist, self-proclaimed. Well, it's, he earned it for sure, but yeah. Billionaire broker, one of the early stage founding agents of Compass. Right. But he has a lot to say. He's got a, a big picture view and he's got a, a team that helps him get relevant content to every day. It's, it's amazing. And, and really, I'm you and I both are just, it's not in our personality to be fanboys. Uh, yeah. So take this for what it is. I enjoy reading Leonard's stuff because I know the yeah. time that it goes into it. And so he was comparing the previous market to this one saying, you know, this is a better market. It's a sobering market. This is the market that, uh, you really want to be in not only as a, as a broker, um, but also just as a homeowner. So the goal of homeownership is not going and flipping your house in six months. So you have the story, right. some of that stuff existed, but, uh, the reality is if you continue to play that game, you do it in other areas of your life, you're still going to net back to less than you started with. So, and real quick on that, everybody that I talked to, you know, in the past few years, when I told them, you know, they asked me, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm in real estate. Like, oh, man, what a great time to be in real estate. And my response back to them was, yes, but it's really the best time to be an owner. Right. You know, because right. those are the ones that are winning and they waited, you know, for this time period. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the ownership part mm-hmm. and there were, were good tenants. But of- they've owned this house for seven to 10 years. Right. And that's the, that. I'm glad you said that because the average homeownership 
amount of time went down from the, an average of seven years to, it was like at 1.8, it was something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You'll see that actually go back up again. Right. But what I'm here to say is, and I have a very strong opinion on this is you buy, buy your home and have no intention of selling it for the next seven to 10 years. Again, there's always disclaimers moving out of state. Maybe you're sure. single, you get married or you have more kids. You need to move up. Like you build, right. you, you buy within risk levels too. Right. You know, if someone does think, Hey, I need, I possibly am going to move in the next two years. I really focus on location. Yes. You know, more than anything else, don't buy in an area that is developing. That's TBD, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. So, you know, cast all those situations out. Uh, you really shouldn't care what your home's worth in the next six to 18 months. You just shouldn't. What you should be doing is you should be buying a home, paying it down, eventually have that, feel that great sense of freedom that comes off with a paid off house where all you are responsible for now is your taxes. Cause you like your roads, mm-hmm. you like your schools, um, at least enough that you're going to do that. Or you don't the, like jail <laughs> or you don't like, yeah, there you go. It just depends <laughs> on what your motivation is positive or negative. Uh, but yeah, so leave the noisy trading floor, real estate, the speculation is leaving. It's, it's gone at this point. Uh, we will reach a natural rhythm again. Uh, it's not going to be what it is, but more of a natural rhythm in spring, but, but leave the noisy trading floor. And this is, was from Leonard. He said the halls of long-term investment advisors are much, much quieter. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the room where there's a lot of noise and loudness and everybody's doing the same thing, uh, wisdom and maturity would tell you to go ahead and walk out of that room and go find the quieter one Yeah, where people aren't yelling and screaming. And so for those people in my life who've been pouring into me way before real estate, you know, take the real estate uniform off for a second. And, you know, this is just us trying to give you sound financial wisdom advice over the the long game versus the short game to use the golfing term. Yeah. Uh, The long game is you buy and hold real estate. If you can even better, if you can never be in a place to have to sell your real estate, just keep building it. And then it becomes more versatile. You pay it off. You there's ways you can slice that real estate up through even home equity loans. Uh, yeah. You, you can know, borrow from yourself tax and use that for college kid tuitions. And, you know, there's a variety of ways to use the equity in your home. And we can talk about that another time in a deeper dive, right? It's not just a purchase and investment that's going to flip and appreciate. There's a lot more to it. That's beneficial. Yes. And, and then ultimately to build the cross generational wealth, which is really, uh, you know, the biggest motivator for, for me going forward and my family is through real estate. 90% of all millionaires uh, got that way through real estate. 90 you know, that's or 95? Maybe like, I was 90 or above. I know it's 90 or above. And it I sounds like a made-up stat, you know? Yeah, we need fact checkers on here for us. <laughs> uh, it's close 103%. enough. 103%. Uh, well, 70% of uh, statistics are all made up. You yeah. get it? Yeah. That, that. Hold on, we got a... Oh, there's my... Nice. I found the sound effects on here. Yes. So that one, that one sounds like a made up, uh, stat. I wouldn't blame you. Um, but as you know, Kevin, it's that's, not. that's not, it's true. And they also have seven streams of income and that's not necessarily seven different businesses, but they've got other investments that, you know, yin and yang off each other as needed. Yes. So. Yeah. So, that, so, you know, again, it, go, it goes from, to your point, instant gratification or delayed gratification, mm-hmm. even in the business, the business that you run here with me at Lamplighter group. And then, your, uh, to your Airbnb business and, and your car rental business, uh, coming in third, those are all becoming successful because of the hard work you're putting into it. You're not going to go do something and your home's going to be, 
that's not a realistic expectation. Your home's going to be worth $30,000 more in a month. There's also a quote too on that too, that, you know, anything worthwhile is also hard to get. I'm butchering that quote, but um, maybe someone will help us out. Yeah. So the shiny object syndrome that's washed out of the market, you know, real estate markets, just like anything else, they go in what I've seen in two to five year cycles. So going forward again, it's, it's just, that's, that's what you should be doing if you're looking to invest. And you know what? It's the le- least manipulated as well in terms of what outside sources can do. Well, yeah, you talked about the brick analogy to me a yes. while back. You know, the brick. What was that? The brick. Yeah. So a brick is always a brick. And what I like about it is, you know, bricks are subject to rain, wind, and snow, but the vast majority, especially. And sleet, and sleet in Texas. Is, and sleet. And ice. Yeah. The, the, the ice apocalypse, but especially those that are well-built will survive all of the volatile moments. So you don't want to have to live your life in that volatility. I mean, it can be fun when you have that story of a win, but uh, just what I've seen with my financial mentors and mentors in my life, I can't point at one and, and see one that was just living in the volatility and that's how they, they earned their financial foundation. Yeah. So to wrap that up too, you know, I think that's a great point. Remember who your circle is in this moment, uh, in these times when you said, you know, the room's loud, uh, look around and and see, are these the people that I want to become or are they leading me towards something or is it the facade and the smoke screen, you know, for what's, for what's real. And so I think that's just a great reminder for us, myself and the listeners to just evaluate your circle. Um, yes. And just keep being yourself and and the right people will attract to you and that's what you're putting out there. And you know, I'm grateful for what we're going to do, whether we had a thousand people or no, nobody listening to this, we'll continue to do this because maybe just Elizabeth and Jess, right? Yeah. And we'll have to get them in here at some point. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Are, they want to do listening? a, uh, what's it like to live with Ryan and Kevin? That <laughs> I'm a little scared for that one, but that probably would be uh, a more popular one than, than these for probably sure. would be. Well, thanks everyone. Really appreciate you listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks guys.